So we were just having some BOCO, some bonus content ideas and posits while we were off the mic. Again, give us some feedback on what you think of these ideas. One is just an extra segment that you would pay, obviously, an extra tier to access where it's um, Chris asking me what I think about something that he half remembers having heard from his friend Louis that Louis heard about on a podcast. It's solid. No one else is doing it. Our producer, Nick, um, is re- like just reassured us that most Boko is kind of somewhere in that arena of just being like, it's almost, yeah, it feels like there's a premium where it's like, okay, what I want to pay extra for is just what the hosts who are usually on message and on theme around something, what they think about just any random nonsense. I like also the idea that the first 115 episodes are just the freemium model. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> first 115 tastes is free. Yeah, yeah. Hear what we think about uh, everything in a rigorous structure, but uh, if you pay a bit extra, you can hear our unhinged opinions. Exactly. Yeah. Make it. Well, I mean, yeah, they're still unhinged opinions, I guess. Also, rigorous structure. That's a very generous, <laughs> generous self. I, I, that's, don't, don't take that as a reference point against how uh, rigorous I think other things are, just how rigorous I think other things in my own life are. Mm, there we yeah. go. Yeah. We got there. We should rank something. We should rank. I mean, I just brought up portmanteaus as an option. That might be a quick, a quick episode because, you know, straight to the top. Yeah. Here's some other things I've had Is on portmanteau, the... Is portmanteau a portmanteau? <laughs> who speaks French? <laughs> do you know that thing? Like, um, do you have any friends who get into that thing of like treating things that aren't an abbreviation as an abbreviation and then working out what it's an abbreviation of, like a shortening. Ah, can you give me an example? So like any, uh, like, or just ham short for yeah, hamtacular. It's, it's, yeah. It's short, it's short for hammery. <laughs> uh, no, this is going to be a great game though. Yeah. It'd be good. We've, we're, we're, there's our I'm boco. sure we'll weave it through the podcast. Or, or just have six hours of boco that you can send us your flesh for. So some ideas on the ideas to rank list in my phone. Mm-hmm. Laziness, I thought could be fun. Special, I thought could be fun. Perspective, pacifism, I thought it'd be interesting. Moderation or balance. Kind of I like all ones. of these. You just pick one from the one because I can't have more okay. selection paralysis. All They're right. all good. Anyways. I won't, won't keep smashing you. What if we do? Absolutely not. <laughs> what if we do? Laziness. Yes. Yeah, great. Pinging through the ether like a giant emotion. This lotion, this lotion. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion. Rank ideas. Take them to the bank ideas. Hello, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us wherever you are on the Rank Ideas podcast. If you don't know by now, I feel sorry for you, but you should know that it's a podcast on which Nick Delatovic and myself, Chris Andrea, are on a mission to rank every human idea in order from best to worst on an ever-expanding list. And today we're going to slot somewhere on that list between 1 and 120 or whatever we're up to, laziness. Just rank with me, Chris, rank with me, come rank with me, come on. on. Let me see you on the podcast, me and morn, pass me and schmoom, bass me and... Podcast is short for podcast. <laughs> so it would be short for like, um, yeah, podarium. Ah, uh, yeah. Castinery. Yeah. You know. Well, that's true. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Castigation. Laziness. To define, to wit. So laziness is an idea. You do it. Yeah. I'm, you do I'm, the I'm definition. working my way in. I'm doing it, but I, but I don't want to. <laughs> um, so yeah, laziness is a character narrative or a character trait. It's, talking about a, a supposed trait that supposed humans have, which is a disinclination towards effort or work and a like an aversion straight down or just a 
propensity or a boldness or a confidence to do less. It has negative connotations historically. Oh um, yeah. Yep. Holistically, like so, it's sort of in such negative terms. It's a neg. It's a. It's a negative. Like sloth, even sloth, a deadly sin. <laughs> that's right. Sloth is a deadly sin. It's the only animal on the list. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I like the idea that the person who made the deadly sins wasn't talking about laziness at all. They yeah. just they were like, no, guys, watch out for the sloth. <laughs> yeah. And that, that they're wa- evil. That warning went completely unheeded. <laughs> People are like, oh, it's so cute, cute and sleepy. But yeah, this this is the interesting thing about it. It's it's a pejorative, and it's. Very simply, the idea that you are of a, of a character type where you're going to do less. Um, I guess there's there's really connotation. It doesn't have to be just a character character type. It could be a a state a yeah, state, state that you end yeah. up in. Yeah, people might people might more forgivingly talk to themselves about feeling lazy that day, being lazy that day. But yeah, it's not. It's the the sense is the general sense is that it's a state you don't want to spend too much time in. And um, I like that it's onomatopoeic. Yeah, to lazy, lazy. Yeah. to laze around, yeah. which again just makes it seem more appealing to me. Yeah, and then yeah, I I guess the other implication that's core to it is the idea that you that a lazy that laziness is relative to the group as well. So it's about um, there's a suggestion of not having a equal or commensurate or adequate contribution in your role as a member of the group organism, which I think is why where the part of where the pejorativeness comes in. Is that, is that core to it or is that just its usage? It's, I don't think it's core to it, I think it's, but I think it's become pretty, I think it's embedded in the usage in terms of why, yeah, in terms of why it's become so, in terms of what's ramped up the pejorativeness of it. Yeah, it, I think that that's a bit, if you lived on your own in a, your hermit life, shack in the woods, I think you could still conceive of yourself as feeling, as having having a lazy day or having a laziness and how you're going about things or um, that, that wouldn't need to be relative to, like that is just relative to yourself or I, relative to what you think you need to be doing. Or- I certainly agree. Although again, I mean, that's because of the idea, right? Mm. Like again, like it's it's because once you have the idea of being lazy, then you're- It's certainly then- relative in that like if we were, yeah. Like <laughs> I, maybe I just think about like who's calling, who's who are the people who have the most naked- um, confidence to accuse other people of being lazy and yeah. being pejorative about it. Parents of their kids, yeah, you know, accusing their kids of being lazy, or just you know, generally people who are doing more in the sa- in, a yeah. si- in the same environment. Or this is the thing, people. This is where I think that's where I came from. People who think of themselves as industrious. Yes, because there's there's no. You, I mean, seemingly there's no upper limit to how productive or industrious one could be if they were to sacrifice other things constantly. Yeah, and exactly. I always think this whenever people, you know, we we sort of talk about. It, we often have lazy shorthands in how we talk about constructing our society with with incentives and you know money to induce people to do things. But but even the most brazen, ardent, high productivity, industrious person will still like have a day off from doing things. Or like I mean I mean still, there may be some few who don't, but they still sleep at night. Most so, people, yeah, people you know, find like, people find an in, find a position that allows them to not literally work until they drop dead. Yeah, at uh, least at least for most people single. it's not the only value set. Like like but yeah. materially it's not the only value set, which is why every time it's yeah. like, you know, there's more to life than money. Yeah, dem- like demonstrably in how almost everybody lives. Like it's not it's not a point to make anymore. Quickly, though, the other interesting thing you did there is you just used the word lazy in talking about the conception of it. Yeah, uh, like literally oh. the idea of, you know, you suggested the other the sort of concept creep that's happened with the word lazy where people will talk about, you know, arguments as being lazy, thought processes being lazy, like conceptions of things as being uh, lazy. Um, oh, did I yeah. use the word? You oh, there you go. It. Yeah, oh, you great. used it. So, yeah, that that's interesting, that idea of like... S- yeah, skipping... Of so- something that sh- is... Taking a shortcut. Yeah, something unrigorous as well. Yeah. 
Oh, that's um, good. I'm yeah. glad that came up. And that's I'm I'm glad you did that because I was like, oh, as a pejorative, like as someone who is like, yeah, um, hap- gleefully against like gleefully critical of using industriousness as an inherent good. Yeah. I would be like super warm on the idea of laziness or or super I guess super down on the idea of laziness in its current form as a as a pejorative. But then there are other ones that I completely would happily internal have internalized the idea of something you know, the idea of something being, for instance, intellectually lazy, quote unquote, yeah. is something that I have buy in on. Um, yeah, yeah. Say if you take a bunch of short heuristics to get to something, but and be like, oh, the traffic's bad because because we've got we took in, you know, refugees last year. Yeah, you know, it's pretty. It's a pretty lazy thing. You can interrogate yeah. a few more things than that to yeah to look at your point. And and I think that's a good use of lazy. As sorry, as in it's one that like like you say we're both warm to when we're probably cool to the pejorative use. So is it just the social context and and it's it's tool. Like, is it a tool that's um, that we like or don't like, depending on the values the, of the wielding, or is it a tool that is inherently not so good? That's that's the task for our conversation. That is indeed that's the, the task. task. Yes, you've hit the nail on the head of our <laughs> task. Yeah, so I think so. You know, uh, often what we have to do with the ideas is decide if we're ranking um, the idea of something versus like more literalized like you're ranking you're ranking the the idea is really the thing itself in terms of the use of ranking it this feels very much like when we ranked uh nudity or burnout where it's like no we're ranking how useful the idea is um the the we're not ranking how good or bad it is to be lazy because you have to go another step and like you have to rank the we're ranking the conception of something as laziness Mm -hmm. and how useful that is um does that seem right to you chris Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah, so that idea of the of the different contexts, the social context is is meaty and relevant to that. And then I guess the other thing that could be useful for something like this, which gets used in a lot of different ways, is just the classic this feels like a classic one where we can go, Oh, are there other ideas that just capture the specific zones of usage better? Because yeah. I mean, um instant a, a word that idea of like unrigorous or uh, yeah, complacency instantly jumps to my mind as being like, Oh, mm. well that's that's an idea that captures a lot of um what I would of the type of quote unquote laziness. I would I, also really prefer it if you know if somebody who has a bunch of tasks that they need done in an environment stumbles across a member of the group is not doing any tasks. So like if if they characterise that you're being complacent with our shared responsibilities <laughs> yeah, here, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. rather than the character, rather than saying you're lazy, you're stopping lazy. You know what idea um, that I love to come up again and again um, cross maps with this so massively, fairness. Mm. Like yeah. in terms of how this, sure. in terms of how this plays out. So for for first time listeners, fairness is one of our absolute bottom ranked ideas, and we found is the least intuitively low ranking idea of the ones that we've ranked really low, like mm. for people in general. And the more the more it comes up again and again as a cross mapper of other ideas, the more confident it's the one idea where we think we maybe should have put it even lower, because mm. um, it's stinky stink. And you know, a, a big part always of our critique of fairness is the idea that it is a narrative construction that either is so context dependent that it has no use outside that context, or it's flown in from other contexts in a way that is unhelpful to the context that you're in. So, but also, yeah, it's a it's a rule system that's trying to create um, better outcomes that reliably creates worse outcomes. And I think laziness... The reason I think laziness cross maps is because a lot of the idea of like people's 
like obviously there are real life situations where one person's lack of effort relative to other people's lack of effort is causing worse outcomes. Which is really important to have a, a way of framing and navigating. Conceiving of that. Yeah, and yeah, what yeah. That yeah. Is. You don't want to pretend that doesn't exist. We can talk about whether laziness is the better or worse way to do that. But also I think a lot of the time, definitely there are a lot of situations where one person doing less might be a thing that on paper, no one has to have a strong feelings or an opinion about, and it's not causing a problem, but people's sense of fairness, people having a sense of fairness that is based on a notion of uh, equal effort and in the, you know, in the same areas as being quote unquote fairer or a better outcome um, leads to people having to be upset or in conflict when really sometimes it's probably just fine for one person to do way less than the others. Mm. If for instance, they would do a worse job, they have less passion or enthusiasm about it. I mean, they're just doing, capacity just isn't evenly distributed yeah, anyway. Like, exactly. opportunity is not evenly distributed. Like That's it. You know, I mean, this comes when we talk about jobs, when we talk about when we ranked that and other things, I'm always just like, yeah. Equality. No, yeah, equality. I'm like, no, things don't have to be, like, things don't have to be equal just just because. Like, that. that is, no. Like, well, there's yeah. just no evidence that that makes for the desired, the stated desirable outcomes exactly. to, to be better achieved at all. Exactly. And again, you can listen to our episodes on equality and jobs and fairness for our um, more fleshed out thoughts on these, but yeah, that idea of, um, you know, obviously I'm projecting massively because it's someone who, you know, for instance, across my life has enjoyed sleeping in and not enjoyed uh, getting up early to the point where I've just slowly and forensically engineered my entire life around getting to sleep in later. The, and you know, cross, crossing a threshold, like, and having in particular a dad who is like a comically early riser lifelong and an extremely hardworking, you know, uh, it's so funny because because like that's like there's the cultural violence that 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 sleeping in is a lazy thing to do. But like I think of you as a like you you're a very productive person. Like I certainly I feel like you know yeah enough people have observed me doing enough thing like have observed me in the similar way to the, to yourself in a way where I can more or less accept it intellectually and be like yeah I guess I do a lot. But it's funny like the the narrative of that for me is 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 kind of a bit ill at ease with how, with my sense of relative industry compared to just other members of my family and the core unit and other people in the world, because a thing that I will do <laughs> a lot is pursue a lot of downtime, leisure time, hangout time, obviously yeah. hanging out one of our top rank, one of our yeah. really high ranked ideas at the moment. Um, and yeah, so that sense of, um, yeah, I grew up in a con, I didn't grow up in a, like I grew up in a context where don't get me wrong. People would more or less let me do whatever I wanted. They would, they might like laugh at me or side eye me a bit about it. But like, no, I didn't have like, unlike I was not in the sort of family where people were putting crushing pressure on me to mm -hmm. work harder or be more industrious. They just, you know, found they probably, they probably struggled to relate to my wanting to sleep until 10. And really, you know, a lot of that is just, I just love staying up really late. Like, you know, yeah. it's not that I don't like getting four nights sleep. It does seem that it does seem to be that there's some sort of distribution of people who are night people and morning people. Just like, love it. You know, I yeah. do, again, early morning's fine, but if you heard about late at night. Yeah. Like I would be a morning person if I wasn't a night person. Like I, yeah. every time I have to get up at like five, I'm like, wow, it's beautiful. And there's so much and it's quiet, yeah. but then like two o'clock. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't trade it for No two one's around. Yeah, exactly. It's so great. You know, even in the abstract, I think I would trade it. I just have no, like I bodily have no interest in trading it, you know? Yeah. 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 Not like, oh good. I got to go to bed early so I can, yeah. nah. So I wonder, what, I wonder what that I wonder if that clusters with other personality traits. Interesting, preference. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some. I, th I think there's a lot of kind of internet discourse around the idea that staying up late for a lot of people is about people who feel like 
who just just want um, a part of their day that is e- extremely freedom based. You can get up early in the morning. Have that. As yeah, well. I think I, that's the thing. I think they're they're friends of mine who get up early. That's why they mm. that's why they do that sometimes in some cases. But yeah, so yeah, it's, it's hard to say. But I do know. Yeah, again, I'm a very mild case of someone who has had to navigate that social pressure around the idea of not about you know not about being lazy or not lazy, but being perceived as lazy or not lazy. And yeah, and when I was younger, there would be a, I would put more stress on myself about not being more industrious. Like I would romanticize the idea of, oh, I'll get to some point in my life where I will like hit this compulsive vein of work and I'll, you know, I'll do lots of writing and I'll do lots of working out and I'll do lots of this. And And I mean, across the years, I kind of have done a lot of both those things, Mm. but yeah, there's a certain flavor that I would give myself a hard time about not accessing. And then eventually hit an age where I'm just like, well, I probably wouldn't enjoy being in that state anyway there's got to be another way to achieve the things i want to do actually i found out i certainly found that i was more productive when i started being less ambitious in how much i did each day yeah i I think this is the thing like and this is the um the annoying part of the social narrative around like you know the things that we have high that i think are underrated like hanging out and um yeah uh, bec- because i think that there's a perception that the individual like that you all your hours are equal or that like mm. all of your units of energy can be expended evenly or smoothly or time is like I- i've been thinking lately what a poor measure of time time is in, in the way that we measure it because hours are completely different depending on what you're doing with them yep. or when they are or who you are intersecting with them like what hour of your day they are relative yeah. to your rest yeah like there are days that seem like hours and hours yeah. seem like minutes and just in the same way, like laziness is something that's often put on like behaviors of a moment or whatever and um, used to vilify them when like, so I, I, my partner Lily is a, is a extraordinarily productive person, but also spends a huge amount of, of downtime doing things. And the difference between her and me in that is I feel like I get to have just because of my disposition versus hers. Like is I have an intentionality around the, downtime I take where she sort of has to take it in recovery often mm. and but the, but the, t- the time may be exactly the same it's just that mm. um it's just that we have these these social loadings that like that there's this uh, idea that you should be doing something else like yeah it, it went, you know and I think that's what laziness often that's the Ramps that's up. the yeah that's the sub the subtext to it it's like you're lazy relative to what you should be doing yeah um, and and that's a really trash idea because um because productivity isn't like even if that's your stated goal, like it isn't constant exertion of effort. It's like you work with your physical body a, a lot. You know mm-hmm. that like if you want to become stronger, that doesn't mean spend more hours of the day um, at max exertion. Like no, you have exactly. to have recovery. You, you have, have to. to it's, and that's even part of your workout sessions. You're not even when you're there in the gym space. You're not constantly that's it. like going to maximum effort or even effort necessarily at all. You need to because recovery is part of the same thing. And and same with across the course of your life, like or you're weak or whatever, if you want to achieve something, you know, you have to have downtime baked into that because you have to, there's a whole bunch of things that occur in that. Like you're maybe unconsciously solving problems or you're cementing what you've done or you're recovering or preparing energy for, you know, what, what comes next, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, the, the, but this is more about maybe the social mapping of laziness rather than the existence as a concept, because if we could have a better form of it where it wasn't arbitrarily, like if you walk past a, a bunch of people that are sitting on a couch doing nothing, like, Oh, like they're being lazy. Like, you don't know what I mean. The, this behavior exists within the, the context of, or the classic example in our sort of social context is people driving, being judgmental about um, road crews when they drive past. Yeah, yeah. Road works. Yeah. It's like, oh, if you if the people aren't literally uh, sweating, s- sweating and shoveling while like um, 
singing a 20 like a 19th century spiritual than yeah. like then they're being lazy then you know it's like oh they're not they're not doing anything and we're it's like you know it's like guys you have zero anyone who hasn't worked on these rogues we have no problem, idea what's, what's, you, what's you happening you don't know what's yeah. up you know yeah it's but you make a good point about the idea that it's not just the implication isn't just that you're lazy relative to what other people are doing but that you're lazy re- relative to what you think could or should be doing. Yeah. And as you say, that's what means that if someone has the idea, they can go into a cabin and never see anyone and they can still put that negative judgment yeah. on themselves, which, and that that's what makes it seem kind of perniciously bad. And so then it's the question of like, is it, yeah, how much of this can you ameliorate in the way that the list does of having the right things below it and the right things above it? Yeah. And I think maybe it's not that good ultimately because you know a better form of even if you're like i'm having a lazy day it's i still think you could you could have a more positive um expression of that reminds me of when people talk about cheat days with their food yeah exactly exactly it's like oh i'm having a cheat day it's like how is that a helpful framing yeah for you know it's just like oh there's one you know (laughs) there's a the idea that a certain type of food is is cheating from is cheating what nutrition should be, i.e., joyless and restrictive. Yeah, <laughs> um, but also, yeah, the sense that you're either su- you're either succeeding fairly or you're cheating in the in the process of like eating. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's, as you say, why have what's the argument for the negative loading? Mm. I think that I mean maybe this this seems like a better way around to talk about it now. Is like what what are the positive arguments in favor of the idea of laziness? What's good, like we talked about, yeah, the idea of, right at the start, there was the sense of being like, well, identifying yeah. um, a lack of rigor or a lack of energy or a lack of effort. Is- and I think it's better to have, like, rather, because it does it does lend itself to a character narrative because it is an on-the-spot assessment. Yeah. And even if it's like you're currently being lazy, stop doing that. It's uh, I still think um, if the idea is to achieve a, you know, a, a different outcome or like, you know, a more energetic buy-in or expression of... Um, you know, effort towards what, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve as, as an individual group, then um, it's still better to be to be able to identify that w- with something like complacency or like you know, you know, um, remember that you know, a reminder that you, you're here to like you know, we, there's a particular thing that you have stated that we're trying to achieve together, and your yeah. behaviour is not working towards that currently. Yeah, like, yeah. It's much nicer than like, laziness is a is, short, is a shorthand that um, I don't think it's like. If you think of someone in your life that's lazy, do you think that saying to them "you're lazy" would <laughs> yeah. turn around that behavior? You're like, lazy and stop being so. lazy. It's yeah. It feels like the absolute epitome of the sort of pejorative that does that has only ramped up the phenomena that people are trying to critique. And maybe it is ultimately just about a discharge of the energy of the frustration of the person who's like, "This is unfair." <laughs> that's an interesting point. You know what that reminds me of? What? A few years ago, there was some article or series of articles or observations about the psychology of people who are always late. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple of people, a couple of chronically late people on my uh, social media is like shared it with a kind of like, look, you know, and it was the whole thing about, oh, it comes from a mindset of optimism or, or that leads you to plan for the best case scenario of the order of events you would need to get somewhere in time and blah, blah, blah. And, Love it. Yeah. And and then, you know, these the people were sharing it with a bit of a flavor of like, so stop giving me a hard time. Yeah. And I remember reacting and just being like, I will never stop giving you a hard time. <laughs> yeah. and, and here's why. That like, A, of course, I assumed that whatever you, you that your behaviors had some reason yeah, I didn't behind have to delegitimize it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't think that you were like doing this through animus or anything like you're chronically. And I'm sure that like, this would be true for some people. I'm sure chronically late people are, are that for all kinds of reasons. And I get that in some ways that the lateness, I get that for a lot of you, the stressfulness is extremely used, 
stressful to you as well, in a way, and you don't like it about yourselves. Also, in this specific situation, practically, you are still the people in control of the situation. You are di- your your lateness is dictating the outcomes for all people. Yeah, because like no matter what, like I can you know, no matter what is happening. Uh, around. I'm sorry. Music. I like to steal. <laughs> it's like I it mean, makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. And um, it's it's uh, so you know the thing is like okay, no matter people who are chronically late in my life mean that I will be spending time at the mercy of the situation is created by them, which is created by them being late, and that's it. And the only thing I ask in exchange, the only thing I need to ameliorate that is to make fun of them. <laughs> is to give them a hard time about it. Is to is, is, is to heap some social shame on them. Yeah. And again, shame, one of our lower ranked ideas. Yeah. But as you I think this this idea, the idea of the emotional discharge, the idea of a of a way to frame frustration is an interesting one. And again, it's very cost laden because it is heuristic. You are going, all right, I'm going to make a incomplete model value judgment on this person yeah, in the moment and then, because, as an expression of how it makes me feel. We're also framed so much I, th- I think, or many of us, by the expectations of others. And I think if, like, in a group you become to be classified as lazy, I think that that gives you permission to, like, you know, that's an identifier that you... It's a, this is the, That's another great point, the idea that having a narrative for your behaviour that allows performative self-awareness yeah. really only reinforces the behaviour. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank if, you. If you're like, yeah, I'm the... If you're like, yeah, I'm the lazy person. I'm the lazy the, one, yeah. Yeah, that's... that's what would you expect me to do? Yeah. Yeah. It's me, Lazy Siobhan. <laughs> I think we can rank. Great, great. All right. And I don't think it's I don't think there's much to be said for laziness as a concept. No, it's pretty it's a bit of a schmimbly lobby boy. I and reckon. even in the we'll early see, example of like and that's lazy thinking, you know, it's it's still it still uses a pejorative that, you know, if if somebody if I was thinking about saying something that would said that's lazy thinking, it invites more defensiveness than perhaps the could you better interrogate that? Yeah. You know, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's not it's not there's not too much to be said for it. Agreedo. Yeah. So I went, you know, it, the comparable idea I thought of was um, cheating because that's where the kind of, because cheating is one that's, I was thinking, well, cheating is the one we're much more generous on. It's like sexier and funner and great in certain ways, but it's super cost laden. But I think, I think, I think cheating, it's lower. I think it's think, way lower yeah. actually because yeah. that's, that's, that's somewhere in the, that's somewhere in like the seventies or whatever. Yeah. I think, so yeah, other ideas where you're really ranking the idea, like Burnout seems probably better. Yeah. You know, that's just got, that's more bounded, but has basic utility. So yeah, like. Lower than burnout, I would have thought. Yeah. So the, yeah, under that, right under burnout is marriage, which is, so you're in that kind of zone of just sort of like neutral, like it's, uh, it's not the worst thing ever, but like, do you need it? So anyway, I'll, I'll do, take a spin down from yeah, eight, marriage at 81. Marriage, cruelty, philosophy, celebrity, genius, health, comfort, luck, Sitting, Borders is at 90, Fandom, Loyalty, Aristocracy, Redemption, Revolution, Tradition, Free Will, Lying, Shame, Equality is at 100. Yeah, it's not worse than shame. Yeah, yeah. It's in that pocket, but I actually can't really think of any handles as to where to put it. So somewhere between marriage and shame, so that's an 18, (laughs) that's a 19 idea. Sounds like a book. Somewhere between marriage and shame. Yeah. Will Smith. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... Yeah, the one that jumps out at me as kind of weirdly comparable is loyalty, the idea okay. of which we did a whole episode on, um, as in something that is that feels like another one that uh, people really invest in as a kind of character narrative kind of idea, like people are loyal or they're disloyal in a way that has um, 
a lot of, you know, it it really forces people into character roles in human society. Yeah. Um, and the stakes of the stakes of moving in and out of them feel. Less is probably better than that. I think so. Like loyal, yeah. That's that sense of when we talked about loyalty, that idea of like the huge stakes of making specific in group, out group yeah, maneuvers I think and decisions. It masks more and, and leads to less yeah. favorable consequences. Yeah, and under that is aristocracy and redemption revolution. Yeah, yeah those no, are all worse. Those yeah. are worse. So. Going above that is fandom and borders. I think it's better. I think borders is worse. I th- yeah, I thought it was better than borders yeah. when you ran down. Borders, borders, bird. Um, so above that is sitting, which obviously I came at it pretty. I came at sitting pretty hard when we mm-hmm. had that session, but I think we're more in more in the sort of zone of better and worse. Then, so again, going down from marriage, marriage, cruelty, philosophy, celebrity, genius, health, comfort, luck, sitting. What do we think? Do any of those? Some older episodes in there. I can't can't remember remember all the rationale. I mean, health's pretty bad. Yeah, I think probably better than health. Yeah. Genius is pretty bad. I almost, between celebrity and genius feels kind of, because. More book titles, Nick. (laughs) I mean, this this gag's just going to keep coming up. Between celebrity and genius lies laziness. (laughs) Between celebrity and genius lies Will Smith. (laughs) So. Yeah, because look, cruelty again. Go back to the episode we t- we really we talked the ins and outs, but cruelty for me has a, I've got a little bit more warmth to it mm-hmm. as a thing. Like if that idea of being able to just express blunt critique, but also with an emotional valence, like mm-hmm. that's a big part of what cruelty is. And to me, that is that is the kind of more defensible part of laziness. Again, that question of like you don't really need laziness as a handle to be able to be like, oh, there's there's things that suck about yeah. how you make you're making me feel bad things through through the way you're behaving here. But it does suggest that like it, it goes back to what we thought had some juice about cruelty when we ranked that. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, so philosophy, celebrity, and genius. Where does it go in and around there? Do you think? Philosophy, a well-meaning system that reliably creates the opposite effect, um, that occludes a, a greater human knowledge about how to behave and be in the world rather than improves it. Celebrity, pretty bad. Just like, again, an, an occlude, like a force that occludes yeah. what the wholesome engagements with, yeah. with people who are prominent and visible just should, should be. Narrative constructions. Of yep. And ge- genius is... And genius is close to the same thing, like in a yeah, like an occlusion and obfuscation of like a ba- a bad way to do the thing that there is a good way to do. Looks like this may be better than all of these. Yeah, those are all pretty bad. Underneath cruelty. Good job. Yep, sweet. So that puts it at the new number eighty-three. My lucky number. <laughs> Learn more about that on our new Boko spinoff podcast between Chris Andrew and the number eighty-three. Sometimes commotion, sometimes no commotion